0: Welcome to the Anatomy of an Ad Podcast. I'm Amy Houston, reporter at The Drum. Today I'm speaking with the lovely Lynn Deeson, who is Head of Creative Excellence at Kantar UK about Christmas ads amidst a cost of living crisis. Hi, hi Lynn. Hello, hey Amy. Great to have you on the show and I thought that it would be great to start with if you could maybe introduce yourself
1: a little bit and a bit about what you do at Kantar. Of course. So my role at Kantar now, I specialise in looking after our creative expertise. Um, So what that means is I look after our PR, our thought leadership, ensuring that our offer and solutions meets client needs, um, but also training our client-facing teams to make sure that they are equipped with the knowledge and skills to help clients optimise their creative work. Um, So at Kantar, we are here to help businesses grow we use data analytics human insight and understanding to help clients make better decisions and be more effective and so it kind of fits us as part of that in the area of the business that I'm in we specialize in helping clients optimize their creative effectiveness right through the journey so I think if people think about Kantar or they may have known as as Mill or Bran and Link they'll tend to think of Research at the final stage, but we actually work through that whole creative development journey.
0: Yeah, and that's insight that's going to be so beneficial to brands this year, especially coming up to Christmas. Um, you know, it's going to be quite a bleak situation for many families up and down the country, and Christmas will look different, and advertisers will have to take this into account with their festive campaigns. What type of research has Cantar conducted around people's moods towards Christmas this year?
1: You know, how are people going to be reacting towards Christmas ads? So we're going to do some research uh, shortly, which we'll look forward to sharing with you to look at that. I and mean, I think what we can see already is we have a global barometer and that allows us to look at you know what's on people's minds in their own words. We can see that for people in the UK specifically. The economy is a concern. In the rest of the Europe, the war in Ukraine tends to be the thing that's front of mind. But in the UK, it is the economy. Mm-hmm. Um, we know people are struggling. But we can also see from our world panel data that that isn't the case for everybody. Mm-hmm. But of course, if you're going to create advertising that's going to resonate with people, you've got to be really mindful of the mindset that people have, You know, what they're thinking and feeling and the reality of what life is like. them but there's a risk in doing that that you can go down a depressing route and remind people of what's difficult in life and that isn't what they want from advertising especially christmas advertising if we look at how people respond to christmas advertising compared to ads at other times of the year it makes them smile more than ever it uplifts people it makes them feel excited energized you know proud they enjoy it more and that's because it's got lots of storytelling in it so that's what people will be looking for we don't want to see advertising that reminds us of how difficult life is yes of course we you know i think seeing encouraging people to spend more i think sometimes people can feel that's what advertising does is it creates this expectation that you're going to spend lots on giving gifts things like that that definitely wouldn't land well this Christmas? No. But still people will want to show love you know that's what Christmas is about isn't it you know finding the gift for people and caring but doing that within what they can afford.
0: Yeah definitely I think like you were saying it is going to almost be that balancing act of the kind of escapism fantasy festive world that we're used to and then the realities that people are genuinely living through again like you said they might not want to be reminded of their circumstances. So it's going to be that fine line for brands, I think. I know you had said that you are still sort of collating all this data um, and it is going to be more UK specific. I just wondered, how, how do you sort of uh, uh, gather the information? How do you create this
1: barometer? Uh, so the barometer is done um, through a survey. Our Christmas specific research we'll approach in, in, in a number of ways. So we will do, um, again, a traditional survey, But we will also be coming on to evaluate the consumer response to advertising. And what we do there is um, we recruit people to take part in an interview. And the first thing they do is they will see the ad. Mm -hmm. And we record their faces with their permission as they watch the ad. And that allows us to see the kind of emotions that they are experiencing. You know, that uncontrolled, that visceral, that really intuitive reaction. As they experience it and we do that twice and then we go on to ask other questions so how much they enjoy the ad how easy was it to know which brand it was for and we get them to talk about the ad in their own words so we'll be we'll be doing that again this year it's always really interesting my favorite time of the year although I feel like I live Christmas most of the year to be honest with <laughs> yeah. really. um, oh. but we compare those reactions to our database and that's where we see things like, you know, Christmas ads make people smile. But it's not just about smiling. Mm-hmm. They tell stories. Christmas ads are brilliant at taking people on emotional journeys. Um, there's the John Lewis Excitable Edgar yeah. ad. I don't know if, do you remember that one? Yes. And that is fantastic. So it's the most enjoyable ad of right. the past sort of three years. Okay. But it also is brilliant at evoking emotion. So... People feel sadness, they feel sentimentality, they smile a lot. So it's the most expressive ad as well, but oh. it gets that balance right. So it leaves people with that feel good factor.
0: That's so interesting. Yeah, because I feel like when you do think of Christmas ads in the UK, John Lewis does always spring to mind. So mm. interesting the past couple of years that that has made people smile so much. And I think it's interesting what you were saying as well. Obviously, you do conduct a survey, but then you've got the facial kind of recognition, not facial recognition, facial. um, Yeah, facial coding. Facial Mm. coding. I was like, what is the word for that? Um, (laughs) Because that's almost you can't I think sometimes when you're filling in a survey, you're overthinking things sometimes. But with that, it's almost just an initial reaction. You can't really fake that. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, it'd be really interesting to see that uh, data for sure. As well, I think for brands, listening to your audience is always so important. And obviously some do it better than others. Mm. How would you suggest that brands use this information that you have at Cantar to sort of inform their campaigns?
1: So I would say understanding your brand and the situation you're in, you know, that brief is so important, that articulation of what the challenge is that you're trying to deal with and how advertising will address that. But we help clients, as I was saying, through that development journey. So the sooner you start, the more impact you can have. So if you've got an idea, you want to know are the seeds of that idea got potential and what is it in that that really resonates with people? Then you've got to translate that into an execution and bring that to life. So you're looking at different iterations of the idea, again, trying to understand what what resonates, what sticks with people and and the role of the brand within that. And then looking at at final execution to see if you've brought that idea to life. I think sometimes clients get frustrated because they'll see that the idea looked like it was going to be great, but then they don't always bring it to life in a way in which people who aren't familiar with it get. So there's this fascinating effect, Amy, called knowledge bias, which is where people in creative agency or in the client, they know what the idea is. So when they see it brought to life, they instinctively and intuitively make those connections. But my, my brain is lazy, and um, <laughs> I, I don't think you'll be offended when I say that yours is too or No, not at all. Not so, at all. You know, advertisers have got to be really cognizant of that and um, not treat people as dumb. That would be totally the wrong thing to do because an element of curiosity is great, but not make it too hard to understand. So you can look at that journey for, you know, an idea, different iterations, look at that across context as well. That's really important because you know, what it takes to succeed in TikTok is different to what it takes to succeed on Facebook or Absolutely. TV. You know, so. Um, ensuring you're making sure you're investing in content that will work uh, and nurturing those ideas is is what we really help clients with. It's a learning journey as well it's not just you know one-off learning across campaigns. That journey will be different for
0: each brand that you work with of course. Mm. Um, you know I liked what you were saying about people being sentimental towards Christmas ads and I think that is so true for many of us. Obviously festive campaigns present a great Opportunity for for brands. How can they get it right this year? What kind of themes
1: do you think they should be focusing on? So, I think being distinctive is really important, mm-hmm. and your ad not looking like everyone else is. So, yeah. yes, there are festive cues that you talked about that brands will tap into, um, but being creatively original really matters bringing your ad to life in a way which is brand centric. I think sometimes people think that, you know, the audience doesn't want to know which brand it's for, you know, that we're ramming kind of selling something down the throat, but actually we see people get frustrated if they don't know which brand is being advertised. So make sure it's brand centric in in an integrated way in terms of themes. I'm sure value will be there, but that doesn't mean you have to be cheap. You know, it's about offering good value and making things affordable. I hope we see humour coming through. And we saw during COVID, the advertising that really resonated with people was from brands that were genuinely making a difference to people's lives. So like, Tesco came through really well. They were making a difference to their staff in stores. Aldi was similar. Heinz had their magic breakfast campaign where they were ensuring. Children who would usually get a breakfast at school were still provided with a meal. So I think there's a really brilliant opportunity for brands to make a difference and showcase that in their advertising. But of course, that's got to be genuine and it works best when it's authentic. So last year, Aldi had their, um, their partnership with the food bank, that was a perfect time.
0: Yeah. And I think being genuine is key. And I think over the past few years, that's been something that has been so important to, you know, people watching ads. Um, I thought it would be nice maybe to round off the conversation by asking you if you had any favourite ads, could be from your childhood or recent years, you know, ones that you remember that make you think it's Christmas time.
1: My favourite ad would have to be the ads that really signal John Lewis coming to the fore and owning Christmas, and that's the long wait. So it's the story where, yeah, the little boy is, he's he's desperate for Christmas, time can't go fast enough, he's so impatient. And of course we assume that that's because he's waiting for Father Christmas to arrive and to see what's under the tree. But then when Christmas morning arrives, we realise that, He was waiting to give this thoughtful gift to his parents. Um, I love that. And I I particularly love it because my children did that for me. So when my eldest son was eight, he refused to open his Christmas presents until I opened the thing that they bought. Oh, that's so sweet. Which which was wonderful. So it was a scooter so that I could keep up with them in the park and zoom around with with them. Um, Oh, that's really thoughtful. Yeah, it's so, so kind. I was really touched by that. And those are the kind of moments that I think will resonate with everybody. So that's the power of human insight. Definitely. We connect to moments like that. How about you, Amy? Do you have a favourite?
0: I think... I was thinking back to my childhood and what ones kind of stood out, and do you know what I think as the Coca Cola red truck? I feel like whenever yeah. I would see that on the screen, I'd be like, "Santa's coming! It's Christmas time!" Yes. Yeah. So I would have to go with that. I mean, it's a it's an oldie but a goldie, uh, a classic. Campaigns, so but then yeah, love seeing what John Lewis come out with every every Christmas. It's always that anticipation of you know what the theme's going to be, what the soundtrack's going to be, the stories. So yeah, absolutely, it is, it is an exciting time um in this industry, obviously. um Yes, and it'll be interesting to see what brands do this year with the sort of tumultuous
1: times we're living in. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I can't wait. The holidays are coming. I had the red truck ad that you mentioned. I think will resonate with people powerfully. We saw that in COVID Christmas of 2020, enjoyment of that ad was even higher, and that's because of the nostalgia that you were talking Ah, about. Ah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because at at times when we are under stress and life is challenging, we tend to tap into things that are nostalgic, that Mm -hmm. gives us comfort and reassurance. Yeah, I'll I'll be with you. I look forward to seeing that on (laughs) the screen and seeing what else comes out is such an exciting time of year yeah it's good to
0: know that other people like a bit of nostalgia I'm a bit of a sucker for it but absolutely good <laughs> it's all you. good it's all good <laughs> brilliant well thank you so much Lynn honestly I've enjoyed our conversation so much it's uh, put me in the mood for Christmas
1: so thank you so much likewise thank you it's great to meet you